Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Join me right now on Kumite Radio is Chaz Skelly. He'll be competing at UFC Fight Night 139 in Denver, November 10th, versus Bobby Moffitt. What's going on, Chaz? Oh, not too much. How you doing? Good, good. Um, how does it feel, you know, getting back into the octagon after around 18 months on the sidelines, man? Oh, it feels good, you know. I mean, you never want to take that kind of time off, obviously, but after... Uh, Get the time off, let my body recover, and uh, I feel good. I'm ready to get in there, get it done. Yeah, you mentioned recovery. After the Jason Knight fight at UFC 211, how beat up was your body? Uh, I mean, I was fine. I just had a, I had a broken arm and a torn, like a, I had Tommy John surgery afterwards. So, you know, I, I broke my arm during the fight and tore a, the major ligaments that ran to my elbow, so. You know, that was a lengthy recovery process. How difficult was the process? I mean, it wasn't too bad, you know, surgery and then and then rehab. So, uh, you know, it was, it was a little tough at times, but it's fine. You know, it came back strong, so it wasn't too bad. While doing rehab and recovery, what did you do to keep your days occupied? Uh, I don't know, probably... Played PUBG. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, hung out at the gym. You know, I try to stay, try to stay as active as possible. Just did things that I would normally do. I, I like to. Uh, I watch a lot of fight film. I bet on fights. So usually, you know, I watch a lot of film per week just to uh, break down fighters and and uh, make some make some bad choices. So that's kind of what I did. I did a lot of that. Does that help you a lot in your preparations for your upcoming fight, watching the film? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I've always been a, the type of person that watches film, so I like to uh, break my opponent down, kind of see what their tendencies are and uh, see where they're at, and then, and then try to exploit their weaknesses a little bit. But yeah, I think it's important to watch film. Were you able to keep your weight down during your layoff, or did you enjoy life a little bit and eat what you wanted? No, yeah, I got fat. You know, I'm probably got fat. Uh, probably get fat. Get, usually get fat between fights, anyways. So, drank a lot of beer, ate some pizza. But no, I definitely, definitely plumped up a little bit. But you know, it came back down pretty fast once I started training again. Having so much time off, does this return to the octagon seem like a fresh start to you? No, I mean, I feel like I'm just picking up right where I left off. I mean, I don't. Uh, it doesn't feel much like a fresh start at all. It's just, just back to business as usual. You know I mean? I've been doing this for a long time and it's just a matter of getting in there and getting it done. I mean, I'm, camp's almost over now, so it's almost go time. I'm just ready to get in there and get it over with. I heard that, uh, you were ready to fight since the summer. Why did it take so long for you to get a fight? I'm not sure. Uh, I asked 
you know, I, I asked for a few times uh, to be scheduled, and this is just what they gave me. So I don't really know. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad they uh, that it took a while though, because it gave me more time to train and my body to recover. So I'm fine with it. You know, just uh, just go out there. I, I don't really know what their process is, but I just go out there and fight when I'm when I'm asked to fight. So that's all I was thinking about. Just I was just ready to get one during the summer, though. I I really would have liked to have fought during the summer, so I could have fought then and then had another fight before the end of the year. But things don't always go the way you want. Outside of your, of your normal training camp, what do you what did you focus on? I think one thing that's important that, that I've realized, you know, is, uh, recovery, you know, uh, pre and post workout, uh, pre-workout, you know, just getting ready, getting, getting warm, stretching better. And then post-workout recoveries is important and listening to your body and, you know, training a little smarter, not harder, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I think I just focus on more just health, like overall, you know, my body. You're down at Hard Knocks 365. You got an all-star lineup of coaches and training partners. <clears throat> Other than the names, what else makes that facility such a phenomenal place to train at? Um, I think I think one of the things that makes it a really good place to train is the uh, the atmosphere. You know, it's not there's no drama in there. Everybody just kind of shows up to work. You know, that's kind of the way it is there. It's like you have people working all the time, so it's like. Uh, there's a lot of hard work there that goes on in that gym. And if you don't come ready to work, then, then, uh, you probably shouldn't come, you know, cause it's, it's hard. It's, it's tough practices, but, but it's drama free. Everybody's in there to do a job. Everybody's in there to make each other better. I think everybody gets along really well. So when we, you know, it's not a huge team. So when we go with each other and we see things that, you know, stick out, somebody's doing, they might need help with, you can just help them. You know, I think as a team, we help each other a lot. You know, we don't necessarily always have to have the coaches there, you know, coaching 100% of the time because we have a lot of really talented uh, guys in there that are willing to help each other out. So that's cool. Who in particular do you work closely with? Uh, I, I work out a lot with Nick Lentz, uh, Marquez. I work out a lot with, uh, Adam Borks is always there. Uh, Dom, Michael Johnson, when he's healthy, Des, Desmond Green. Um, I mean, not when he's healthy, when, when we're both in the gym, when I'm healthy. <laughs> so Dave, he's always healthy. It seems like, um, let's see who else. I mean, just really anybody around my weight. I, there's a, you know, we got quite a few guys at forty-five, fifty-five that that are oh, Gilbert Burns. You know, I go with him a lot. So, uh, Sean Soriano, I, I love working with Sean. How is it working with somebody that you took on in the past as a competitor? <clears throat> you know, you would think it would be a little awkward, but it's really not. I mean, oh shoot, I've been here for two years now, but like Sean's always been real cool. Sean and I've always been really cool and you gotta think like our styles were so uh so different you know he's a really talented striker and then i was wrestler grappler and so uh we actually sean and i work 
work together a lot. We actually work really well together. Like, you know, he always helps me out and gives me pointers with striking. And then, you know, if I see anything while he's grappling, I always help him out and give him pointers with grappling and stuff. So it's, uh, it's actually cool. You know, it's not, it's not weird at all. So it's just kind of, it is what it is in this sport. It's you go out to do a job, you know, it's, it's your job. So you can't really take it personal. If you lose to somebody, I mean, you lost. That's the way it is. You just pick it up, keep moving forward. Do you think uh, Connor and Khabib can train together one day? No, I doubt it. (laughs) I don't think so. I think, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure Khabib would train with Connor. (laughs) Definitely. Um, <laughs> man, you've been fighting some of the top guys in the featherweight division. When you heard, when you were offered Moffitt, were you expecting a bigger name? Uh, honestly, yeah. But, I mean, it is what it is. It's not, I mean, everybody's good. Everybody's talented. Uh, you know, he's a really talented guy. He's got a lot of wins. It's not, it's nothing to me. It's, I get paid the same whether I'm fighting him number one ranked guy or number 100 ranked guy. So I'm just going to go out there and do my job, you know. I don't really care who it is. I've, I've kind of always been that way. You know, I don't really care what name they give me. You know, I'm just more interested in, in the date. <laughs> the date and the place. I'll, I'd rather, I'd rather uh, my complaint wouldn't be that I'm fighting Bobby Moffitt, someone who's not ranked super high. My complaint is that I have to fight someplace that has state tax. <laughs> <laughs> I completely understand. You know, money's money. Yeah. Uh, Moffitt, he's a contender series guy making his promotional debut. What is your breakdown of his skill set? Uh, I think he's a good grappler. He's a tenacious wrestler, good grappler. Um, he's got a good Darce and uh, arm triangle choke. That seems to be his go-to. It's like he's a topside guy. I don't know. I don't know how he fights off his back. But, you know, I still have to. There's some fights of his I haven't seen. I've only watched like two or three, um, but he, he's tenacious. I don't. His striking is just okay. I think he he uses striking to get into his takedowns. He throws a lot of overhand right, uh, high left head kicks. I mean, I think his striking super basic. Uh, he uses it to get into his wrestling. He's, he just stays moving forward, looking for the takedowns. Um, yeah, so I guess my my breakdown of him would be this wrestler grappler takes people down and and tries to darse them or arm triangle them basically. Many would consider you two to have similar strengths. In your eyes, what makes you different from him? I don't know. I think I'm a little better striking. I probably hit hit a little harder. I'm I'm uh, not as. I think. Uh, once he gets hit, I think he kind of kind of starts looking for that takedown pretty fast. I don't mind getting hit. I mean, nobody likes it, but I don't mind it too much. It doesn't getting popped hard doesn't force me to shoot a takedown, you know. Um, and I think that's kind of where he's at. I think he's way more comfortable wrestling and grappling than he is striking. And I feel okay with both spots. I feel okay striking. I feel I feel fine grappling wrestling. Um, and I think that I'm probably a little bit better of a scrambler. I think once we get into those scrambles, that's uh, where you're going to see me come out on top and the grappling changes. UFC Fight Night 139 is in Denver, the Mile High City. What have you done to acclimate yourself to the high altitude? Uh, <clears throat> I've been, at first I, I was in a 
altitude tent. I was staying in an altitude tent and then, and also taking, taking some supplements, uh, that evidently are supposed to help with the altitude. So we'll see. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work or not. I mean, I fought in Denver before. Um, and I actually took the that fight on short notice. I ended up winning in the end of the second round. I, uh, I did gas a little in the first in that fight, but then I caught my win pretty easily back in the second. So I don't know, you know, I don't think it's going to be too big of an issue either way, but I have done things to help prepare for the altitude just in case maybe even give me a little edge, but we'll see. One last question. You hold the record for the fastest consecutive wins, 13 days. Do you believe this record would ever be broken? I don't know. You know, I mean, maybe if they do a tournament of some sort, <laughs> like two fights in one night. No, I think um, I'm not sure that it'll be broken. I think that it could be matched, though. I think that I think that somebody could tie it. I think it would be hard to break it, but I do think that somebody could could potentially tie it. But I don't know. I'd like to see somebody fight. <laughs> I'd like to see it broken. I'd like to see somebody fight with a faster turnaround. But I don't know. It was tough. That was uh, that was tough making weight twice in a row like that. You know, making weight then kind of blowing back up and then making weight again. That was one of the harder things I've done. So, uh, you know, if somebody does try it. I hope they're not not fat like me. Well, that's I think that's what makes it so difficult for someone to come along and break that record is because you did go to the back down to the same weight class you were at 13 days before, and that's yeah. very hard, very difficult, like you mentioned. Yeah, I mean, actually, it was kind of funny because I, I did it, I fought, and then I kind of was going out. I went out with my friends that weekend, and then I got the, the call on, like, Monday or Tuesday or something after that. And they are like, hey, you want to fight again next weekend? And I was like, oh, fuck. like, sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and I was already all – I went in and stepped on the scale, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> all right, November 10th. Uh, UFC Fight Night 139 in Denver. Chaz Skelly takes on Bobby Moffitt. Thanks for your time, Chaz, and good luck, man. Thanks. I appreciate it.